Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And head out right now to the SDCCU uh, fan hotline. Had an opportunity to visit with this gentleman a little bit on uh, Friday night. And I know he was monitoring the series all weekend long uh, between the Padres and Dodgers. Longtime national baseball writer now uh, with Bleacher Report. Scott Miller joins us. Scotty, welcome. How are you? Real good, Coach. Happy Monday morning to you. Monday mornings, by the way, come uh, with a little more pep in your step after a game like yesterday, huh? Uh, there's no question about that. It's a lot better than walking in here uh, uh, 0-3. My hamstrings would be quivering. I'd be mentally fatigued, <laughs> and uh, uh, I'd have to pull up my bootstraps to get ready for the Mets coming to town tonight. Yeah, yeah, no question. You know, I was thinking about a couple things on, on, on that game yesterday and on Renfro's Grand Slam. You know, we talk so much about, about you know, the, the, the Padres taking baby steps and, and, and the start of what should be and people around town hope to be and expect with Machado and guys like that here to be the northward arc of the Padres, that this is the group that, finally eventually is going to get to the playoffs this year next year you know sometime soon going to be a force in the national league and i was thinking about you know that was a signature moment yesterday renfro's grand slam whether the padres get to the playoffs by chance this year you know wild card whatever next year people are going to look back when the padres if they get to where they think they can get and all indications continue to point they will and if they do that, people are going to look back to yesterday as, as one of those milestone moments along the journey. I mean, you know, that it, it was such a, uh, you know, for locals at least, um, you know, not necessarily for the Dodgers, but for locals, such a, uh, you know, one of the, just one of those spine-tingling moments uh, that the best moments in baseball can become. You know, Scott, we had a gentleman uh, call in from Carlsbad a little while ago, and, and he said that, you know, his six-year-old son now is, uh, you know, really into the Padres. He's learning. You know, he knows the starting lineup, knows the guys on the bench. And I think we could say that about a lot of families right now. A lot of people are really uh, invigorated and reengaged in Padre baseball because of this youth and the way these guys – they're just not going out there and playing. They're going out there and playing and showing everybody that they're having fun playing the game. Well, that's the thing. And, and obviously uh, some wins along the way help. Um, you know, it's been a rough patch. I mean, you know, this is, what, the first time the Padres had a winning record on May 6th since, in what, like eight or nine years, something like that. I mean, the last several years, you know, the season was essentially done by the end of April. Right. Um, and that makes for a really, really long summer. And, I, you know, I still say, you know, you, who knows what's going to happen this season, uh, whether they stun everybody and win the division, whether they claim a wild card spot, or whether they fall just short. You know, I mean, any of that could happen. But they, this team is a lot more interesting to watch than 
the past many seasons of Padre teams. I mean, you know, you watch them every night. I know, Coach, and even if it's a, in the losses or what you would otherwise consider maybe a humdrum game, every night, just look at Machado and when Tatis was playing, one of those two were making basically a highlight real play defensively each night. So even if, like I say, even if it's just a boring old, you know, seven to two loss, within that comes some play from Machado, Tatis, like, wow, you know, and, and that's what, what's been missing here for the last many years. I mean, look, 30 teams don't win every year, but if a team has some talent, uh, not just home run hitters, but guys that can go get the ball. You know, there's a whole lot of fun that can be had watching baseball on various levels, and, and watching guys pick at the field is one of them. Scott Miller, Bleacher Report, joining us on our SDCCU fan hotline. Scott, even for you to talk about, hey, I don't know if the Padres can win the division this year. Think about how far they've come just for a guy like you, a guy that covers all the Major League Baseball, to even encompass that in a sentence. Oh, exactly. You know, and yeah, I, I, again, I mean, you know, I've always joked, you know, people, uh, you know, I'll go off to you know, wherever I'm at, you know, New York or I'm, you know, whether it's a regular season, all-star game or, you know, covering the postseason. You know, whenever San Diego comes out, you know, for years my running joke has always been, you know, I've lived here now closing in on 20 years, and, and I'm always gone the entire month of October. My running joke to other baseball writers, whatever, they mention the Padres, I'm like, yeah, I just hope one of these years, like my goal is it'd be great if I could sleep in my own bed one night, even one night in the month of October, you know, <laughs> translation being right, the Padres would have a home playoff game. <laughs> I think we're getting closer to that. I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but, you know, it, it uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, it's, it's part of the fun and baseball is the journey. I mean, 162 games. I always say it's like reading a really good book where, you know, each game is like a chapter, you know, and it leads toward the conclusion. And, you know, not everybody watches 162, but, you know, if you miss a game, you need to go back and see what happened. And, uh, you know, this is so far, um, boy, I mean, in six weeks or whatever the season's been, um, I mean, I feel like we've actually put it this way for the first time in several years. I mean, we've actually got an honest to goodness major league product on the field right now. And, um, you know, the past four or five years, especially or six or seven, you know, you you couldn't always say that it was, uh, you know, sometimes like a tryout camp, you know, running minor leaguers, you know, up seeing if they could play whatever, but, you know, all that talk about the Padres, you know, having the number one ranked farm system the last couple of years in the game, you know, we're, we're at the very edge of beginning to see that pay off. And, 
you know, it's it's been really entertaining so far this year. Hey, Scott, I want to jump around here in the uh, last few minutes that we have, and I want to start in the American League East. I know the Yankees have had all kinds of problems. They're two games back right now uh, of Tampa Bay, but I want you to give me your uh, your thoughts on Tampa Bay. Kevin Cash done a good job down there. They had a great season a year ago. The problem is they're playing the American League East, but right now Tampa Bay is 21-12. and 12. I mean, playing out-of-sight baseball. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, you know, they, 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 the Chris Archer trade with Pittsburgh last year—they absolutely picked the Pirates' pockets. Uh-huh. I mean, um, you know, Tyler Glasnow has had a fantastic year on the mound so far. Austin Meadows, before he went on the injured list, was really hitting the ball. Um, you know, those two have really helped this year. Um, you know, Blake Snell coming off the Cy Young season. You know, he hasn't even really gotten going yet. As you mentioned, Tampa Bay, you know, I'm just looking at the standings right now. They're, I think, uh, well, they're tied with Minnesota for the best record in baseball at 21-12, and 12, 636 winning percentage. Um, tied with the Twins' best record in baseball. And, you know, they've got the Cy Young winner, Blake Snell, going tonight, and he's only 2-3 and three with a 431 ERA. So he hasn't even come close to what he did last year, and they still have uh, one, you know, one of the two best records in baseball, and you know, Tommy Pham, the outfielder they acquired from St. Louis, they've got a lot of good things. A lot of people haven't heard of so many of these Tampa Bay players, but yeah, uh, they're legit, and um, we may well be seeing them in October. You know, uh, you mentioned the Minnesota Twins. Uh, they're winning the uh, Central right now. They got a two-game lead over the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Rocco Baldelli got a lot of good young talent on that team. Yeah, he does. The Twins, uh, you know, yeah, from Max Kepler to, you know, Polanco at shortstop. Um, they made a couple nice moves over the winter, free agent-wise. Nelson Cruz, they added to DH. And Marlon Gonzalez, the old super, I don't want to say super utility man for Houston, he, he, because he was always starting, but he's almost like a utility man who starts. Gonzalez is so versatile. He can play third base, second base, outfield, move him around. Uh, he hits, he catches the ball. Um, you know, I thought Gonzalez uh, should have garnered way more interest than he did on the free agent market, especially in this day and age where every team has to have so many pitchers on the roster that they all have short benches. And Gonzalez, can, he's like having two or three different uh, players because of all the positions he can play. But, um, yeah, Byron Buxton uh, is actually hitting a little bit this year. He's, he's uh, 263, and he's as good a center fielder as there is. Yeah, the Twins have some exciting young talent, and um, yeah, they're they're a fun team to watch. Scott Miller, Bleacher Report, joining us on the SDCCU uh, Fan Hotline. I want to jump back to the National League, primarily the Central Division. I- I'm looking at that division right now. The Cubs are starting to find their stride. They're starting to put some runs yep. on the board. They're plus 51 in run differential. Uh, they uh, they worked over the Cardinals uh, the last few days. Uh, the Brewers uh, swept the Mets. Uh, the Pirates are hanging in there a game over 500. I think this division is going to be awful fun to watch, but right now the Cubs look like they're starting to flex their muscles. Yeah, they are. After a really bad start, first week of the season, they were like 1-6 or 1-7. They got hammered down in Texas the first series of the year, and everybody wondered, oh, my gosh, it's almost like panic time in Chicago. But, you know, like a lot of things in baseball, you give them a little bit of time to get their feet on the ground. And, and you know, so far, uh, as you say, they, they've taken over first place. Really impressive sweep over the weekend of the Cardinals. 
Um, you know, John Lester had been on, out with a pulled hamstring. They've got him back now. And, um, you know, there, yeah, there's a lot to like. You know, Chris Bryant, uh, University of San Diego's Chris Bryant, hit a grand slam yesterday. And he, to me, is the guy on the Cubs to watch because, you know, when they blew it in game 163 last year and kicked the division away, you know, one reason they were down last year, Bryant just did not have a good year at all. And, you know, he had hurt his shoulder in May. Um, you know, I, it, it was like he was playing with one good shoulder all year. His power just disappeared. Um, if they're going to do what they hope they can do, they've got to have a, not just a healthy, but a productive Chris Bryant. And, um, you know, that grand slam yesterday, as Joe Madden would say, had hmm. to make both Bryant and the Cubs feel sexy. Uh, no question about that. Well, Scotty, uh, uh, big series, Padres, uh, New York Mets, they get, uh, send, or they get, uh, DeGrom tonight, Cindergaard tomorrow, and, uh, we'll see, uh, where the boys are at. Hopefully not a letdown, but hey, thanks so much for the time. Great seeing you the other night. You look great and, uh, look forward to catching up here real soon. I'll hopefully see you at the ballpark tonight and another one of those small moments over the course of 162 game season. That's a pretty good pitching matchup. Tonight you got DeGrom going against Chris Paddock. That should be a lot of fun out at Petco tonight. Yeah, I would think they'd get more than the uh, typical Monday night crowd with that matchup, but we'll have to wait and yeah. see. And hopefully there are yep. predominantly Padre fans, not Met fans. <laughs> well, they're uh, they're working on it. It was fun to see three sellout crowds over the weekend, though. What a great atmosphere. Uh, no question. Hey, uh, thanks again, and have a great day. You too, Coach. Thank you. There you go. Scott Miller, a national baseball writer for Bleacher Report, joining us on the SDCCU uh, Fan Hotline. You can nominate SDCCU Best Credit Union in the Union Tribune Reader's Poll daily at sdccu.com slash nominate. San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It's better. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 